Welcome to the First Issue Club. This week we are covering Deceased out on DC Comics, duh, and Savage Avengers number one on Marvel Comics. Welcome back to the club. I am Mike D, and I'm joined by my club members, Greg and Budget King. Hello, guys. Hello. Hello. If this is your first time listening to us, we are your weekly comic book podcast that discusses almost exclusively first issues, but we get into some other interesting stuff week to week, too. You already heard the two comics that we're going to be covering this week. I think it's safe to say that we're all fans of the horror side of comics. The dark and the twisted, but what do we think it takes to do horror right? When Christopher Nolan took on the Batmans, I felt like that was a dip into dark done right. Yeah, DDR, as we'll call it for the rest of yeah. the yeah, episode. Yeah, dark done right, DDR. DDR. Um, <laughs> Not Dance Dance Revolution, dark done. But dark it's done also right. very dark and cryptic. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Sabrina, dark done right. We talk about Sabrina a lot. Yeah, fans of Sabrina. Where the, the new Sabrina movie. stands. But you could easily do this wrong, and I think the key to that brew is uh, not going dark enough or assuming that you're dark and then not really being dark, so missing the mark. Maybe you just have an idea of what horror movies are and you don't really know. <laughs> like you're an alien new to this earth and you're like, you're I think like, this is what people are scared of. Yeah, you're just like, this genre is popular, so I'm going to jump on that. Okay, so perfect example of movies that do dark wrong. Almost every DC movie, aside from the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Totally. Justice League had no business being dark. Yeah, right. Batman versus Superman didn't need to be dark. Yeah, it's guys in like bright colored spandex. Give me a dark Batman movie, he's a dark moody guy. Right. I can't watch Superman and feel like he's brooding in a good way. No. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Same with like Suicide Squad was like they didn't embrace the corniness enough. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes being dark work when you've got really corny characters is that you've got to take you got to take the camp a certain distance. Otherwise, you're just not going to take anything seriously on screen at all, which you shouldn't be taking it seriously, I guess. And I I think Walking Dead is a good example of pushing darkness to a different plane. Sure. So w- at first it was just like zombies, and then they were like, you know what's really scary? Other desperate humans. Yes. Right. And, yeah. And and that was like, you know, they lived in their darkness. Mm-hmm. And yes, their so. motivations once they start encountering each other, mm-hmm. like fucked up stuff. Yeah. That's That's the mental psychological aspect of these things that's more of like a slow burn that I just like love. You ever seen a horror movie that meant to scare you, did not scare you, but you still liked it? Like, it didn't scare... uh, The birds? Okay. Yeah, something like Uh, psychological like that. Oh, yeah. You know what movie I really liked? Shit, what was it called? Kid might be possessed or something. They burn a house down. Or was it... It wasn't the one with Macaulay Culkin called The Good Child. It's a good something. Good son. Good son. It's a, Ooh, that, uh, that movie's good. Yeah, fucking what a who, funny pull. Who was son. that in that with him? It's fucking the Frodo. Oh. It's Frodo and Macaulay Culkin. So this is a spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen The Good Son. One of my favorite games is to ask somebody if they're holding two family members over a cliff, which one they would drop. 
uh, to be able to pull the other one up. That's the ending scene. Just spoiler alert, and Macaulay Culkin gets dropped by the mom. But like, good, yeah. So I mean, so just for you guys, like uh, I guess Mike, if if you're holding your your twin sister and your mom over a cliff, who do you drop, and then who do you pull up? Pull up twin sister, drop mom. Oh, see you, mom. Hope yeah. you don't listen to this podcast. Shit. <laughs> what if this was the first one she listened to? She always asks me about it. She's like, "Where do I find that?" It's at Walmart. Check the yep. DVD out, mom. <laughs> this this will be the week she learns how to use like a her iPhone. App. Finally, yeah. Uh, Greg, um, Caitlin, or your mom? Who do you drop? Um, to to make the point that I'm even strong enough to hold both of them for a second <laughs> is laughable. Um, because I'm a very weak person. I'm not. That isn't a fat joke hidden in there or anything. I would. Um, I would pull up Caitlin because I think my mom would tell me to let her go. Yeah, that seems like a mom move. Yeah. Oh yeah. Another. My mom couldn't live with me if I chose her over my sister. Right. Yeah. Plus twin bond. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You I'll guys bro- wouldn't even have to talk, right? You could just look at mm-hmm. her. I'll, I'll shrivel and... I'll, <laughs> Shannon I'll, would be just like punching your mom like <laughs> yeah. while she's Get next to her. Get the fuck down! <laughs> uh, I would shrivel and die without my twin. That's science. Yep. That's a, that's a proven fact. When she, she's, uh, when she goes through pain, do you feel it? She was in a car accident once. I knew right away. Really? I called her immediately. Because Mike was in the car. I felt it. <laughs> that's crazy. That's 100% true. That is weird. I had a bad feeling... Called her cell phone. My sister was literally just in a car accident. My sisters, when you left the last time you were hanging out, they were like, "We didn't know Mike was a twin. <laughs> we could feel twin, his energy." Twin, twins go fucking crazy for other twins. Yeah, yeah. I guess we should mention that your sisters are twins. Are twins? Yeah. Also, listen to every one of these. I thought it was so funny that the I the first moments that I met them, they're like, "Oh, you're Greg. Where's Caitlin?" Like they, they can give a shit about me. They just want to be Caitlyn twins, and I yeah, and I don't blame them because Caitlyn is far more entertaining than me. Funny fact: my wife and my brother-in-law both married twins. Oh, you're right How about that. Wow, it's all in the family. No, 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 no. Would you have you um? Would you say sex is better with a twin or non-twin? What's the word for a non-twin? Like a secular. Uh, a normie. A normie. Is sex better with a twin or a normie? Or a, I think they were called singlets. Singlets. Um, I'm sure we've all seen the, I believe, Budweiser commercial mm-hmm. where... Budweiser. It's not that one. Though. Not the frog one. No. Oh, okay. Close. Close. But the one where we list all these great things and how could anything ever get better. And the last item is, and twins... <laughs> I think it's obvious. There's nothing better to cap off a night than a fucking twin or fucking a twin. Right. Twins! That was such a dumb question because it's obviously twins. Yeah. They've had so much more life experience. They've had double the life experience. Mm-hmm. Two car accidents for one body. Yep. Boom. If I had a twin brother, I'm sure we would have grown up practicing jerking off with each other. Yeah. A lot of experience. Does your hand feel like mine? <laughs> why is your Get di- over here. Why is your dick in my butt? <laughs> oh, I thought that was my butt. Thought we, were, thought we were in the mirror. It's okay. We're brothers. Also, where did that fetish come from <laughs> that... Yeah, that it's hot that, that twins make out? Yeah, it's like, dude, they're, they're sisters that's, and related, and they're, like, yeah. getting down on each other. Well, like, I, that's not I think erotic. That's, I think that's, that's, that's a secret incest fetish. 
it is. Like, to- and totally is. Mm-hmm. Which is like a new thing that is popular in the porn world. Is it new? Uh, it's getting, it's, <laughs> it's getting more ground. <laughs> Stepbrother and mine. Mom and dad are gone. Time to fool around. <laughs> Fetish over Put time. it in my butt. Yeah. <laughs> like, do with that what you will. If I ever run for city council, pull that out of your back pocket. <laughs> Councilman Greg with fetish old as time. <laughs> I lost by one vote because of that damn. You're going to get people to pay attention to the issues when you sing about them like that. <laughs> I love it. Global warming's real. <laughs> Earth is getting hot. Like, can it all just be one song about all the fucked up stuff that's bothering you? Yeah. Or it could just be in in the Beauty and the Beast. Like It could be any of those uh, songs. It all just takes place in yeah. the Beauty and the beast verse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hemorrhoids are in pain. Is there something like about kill the beast, kill the beast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's like quite that cadence. <laughs> okay. But yeah, there's a What's song What's the one about... where she's like reading books in the beginning? Um, I am reading books <laughs> here, here up in my home. <laughs> Wish I had a man. That's Angela Lansbury, right? The tea kettle. That's singing that? She's every character. <laughs> Whoa, she's, she's like a, the nutty professor of Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, she, or like the Medea for a, for a more <laughs> updated reference. She's the Medea of the <laughs> Beauty and the beast verse. Damn, murder she won't. Oy, oy, oy. And how? Well, I consider you guys to be my, you know, part of my triplets. You know, we're yeah. each one of three. Um, du Bois, if you will. When Caitlin's not around, Du Bois will play. Um, so I thought we might do something in... <laughs> and not be as organized. Exactly. I thought we might do something in sync with each other. And I'm sending you twin brain messages. And we're going to all say the same thing at the same time. In the count of three, two... One. Let's get this podcast started. Wait, what? Tom, you crazy for this one? Talking Tom Taylor. Tom the Toolman Taylor, writer of Injustice, wrote us up a fancy new fucked up DC tale. Deceased. Clever play on words. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Ooh, Clever. Uh, deceased, of course, no E between the D and the C. Cheeky. I feel like there was a... R- a room of creators sitting around, and they were like, hey, how about a book called Desist? Yeah. Spelt like this. <laughs> and that, that guy got a bonus. That was, yeah, that was the impetus for this book. What do you think came first, the name or the concept <laughs> for the book? I the, think the name. The name, 100%. And they're like, okay, how do we fucking make this yeah. work? They were they were like, puns are really hot right now. What does DC turn into? DC, 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 DC,
You can tell that the name was first in the quality of the book. <laughs> we really want. I really didn't want to talk about this book with the guys because I wanted that genuine moment where the first where the first person said it was bad and we all laughed, uh, and it was worth it. Uh, let's get into it. DC Thanos. DC Thanos. DC Apocalypse finds out that Cyborg is the opposite part of this like doomsday sort of code. And he's going to create this, like, all-powerful, dooming god weapon or something to that effect. It's a bad guy trying to do bad guy stuff. It <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Similar pre- premise to Savage Avengers, which we'll get into. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And essentially what happens is Cyborg envelops this dark code from Darkseid. What is it called? Like the anti-life equation or something? That's what it is. Yeah. See, I didn't even spend enough time with this to... <laughs> you didn't in, marinate enough with yeah, it. Yeah, ingest, like, what the thing even was. Cyborg teleports back to Earth, and people start taking pictures of him with their phone. And this is when we find out that social media, you guys, mm. is, is a real villain. Is a friggin' disease. And it turns us all into friggin' slaves. Uh... What a concept. You know how original this was? Another person writing a different book on DC this week, James Tinney in the fourth, wrote about that in fucking Nemetic. Or Mimetic. Yeah. That, that's the exact premise. And that's a great fucking book. Mm-hmm. And they could have asked this guy to hop over from Teenage Ninja Turtles and Batman to write Tom Taylor's book better than Tom Taylor did. <laughs> Go back to video games, Tom Tyler. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe we are heated up in this motherfucker. Yeah, there's... I, I just think... Commentary on social media is such lazy, outdated bullshit. It is. I mean, there were such obvious lines in here that were just like very literally like we're slaves to this. Here's here's what I'm having a hard time with. Yes. If you look at Cyborg mm-hmm. through a phone, you would incorporate that disease into you. How is that different than looking at him in person? It's So it wasn't Cyborg specifically. Okay. So th- there's a scene in the comic book where he he's on Apocalypse, and then he yep. gets boomed back to Earth. Yes. Okay, so the equation had been successfully uploaded to Cyborg. Yes. And when he returned to Earth, I guess he reconnected to the Wi-Fi that Earth had and started to download the equation into the Internet and all of the satellites. And so, like, whenever you looked at, like, a TV. Internet, period. Anything internet connected. It didn't have to be a picture of Cyborg. It's just that when you... So it kind of is a commentary on social media because we're such slaves to our screens that we shouldn't be looking at these things. And, like, be we should, to get rid of screen time and enjoy the real world. The whole narrative of it was very, like, yank, yank. Yeah. I think it was... Okay, so... <laughs> it's very is... I love yank, yank. Cyborg is the catalyst for all of this, but it's not... When you, see, it's not like the ring. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. just because you see a picture of Cyborg doesn't mean you die in seven days. Could I drop a bomb for you guys? Please. The scariest thing could be there's a monster inside all of us. <laughs> oh, the last line with <laughs> Batman. Yeah, and that's scary. The real monster is you. So, uh, I've always known that. So, my question is a lot of things. One, is this its own separate story, or does it fall in the timeline of, I don't yeah. know, fucking anything? So, it's I, its own separate thing. Um, 
contradict so, me. This is Superboy, right? Is, is that not Superboy that's hanging out with, uh, I guess, super, Bat, it's uh, the Robin. Super Sons. Yeah, it's the yeah, Super Sons, Damian right? Damian. Which, and... by the way, they don't need to wear the logos of their fathers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I always wear the logo of my, my dad. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we've been meaning to talk to you I've about that. I've been constantly just wearing pharmaceutical swag all day. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so does this tie into Super Sons was going to be my question. See, I don't know, because right now, DC's doing the Year of the Villain event. They're doing a lot of shit with Batman right now, and The Flash. It's just like, I, I don't know where this exactly fits in. Well, it also seemed like this concept that would tie into... Uh, the Heroes in Crisis? Heroes in Crisis, when they're like, Batman, you're tapping people? Yes. Like, that's oh, like, right. That seems like a narrative line that kind of happens somewhat. Like it, It's like at least that, that idea is being explored about the duality of superhero uh, morality. Yeah. Which they didn't really tackle that uh, at all. They were just like, forget, Three. put that in a plane where we don't think about that. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Let's put a pin in this for a second. Yeah. So it's like, no, uh, Wonder Woman, let's not put a pin in it. Are you fucking watching me all the time, Batman, you freak? Yeah, that that maybe would have been the most interesting theme in the book. Yeah, they're going to track her on Cyborg. But instead we get, hey, you know who's like, what's the most dangerous creature on planet Earth? I mean, hum- humans. <laughs> Yeah. It was humans this whole time. It was you. Thought you guessed lions, tigers, bears. Nah, dude. Right. It's and me. that's it's you. Exactly. It's all of us. And like when cl- climate change really starts with you. <laughs> so I did climate change. So did you. You did, yeah. That's um, what this book taught me. <laughs> I'm part of the problem. It taught me I'm dumb for looking at my phone. Social media for dummies. Is I, this not the same concept as Marvel Zombies? Marvel Zombie was great. Yeah, is this kind of turning... This is, So part of what we missed was that this is turning people into zombies, essentially. Yes. Like, they look at their Wi-Fi, and then they but, rip skin off and but bite But honestly, people. wouldn't you say everybody's just zombies anyway right now? Like, oh, everybody's man, a sheeple? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know what? I'm turned around on this book, I think. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I go to my office every mm-hmm. day and I just think, fucking zombies. This is deep. Zombies, all of you. <laughs> is you write in your live journal? Fucking sheeple. I uh, think it's, I don't know. I, I get what he's doing and I kind of see where this can be maybe a little interesting, but it, this has been like so super hyped. Mm-hmm. For a few months, and then when I finally read it, I it was so lackluster and underwhelming. You know what they didn't deliver on? Giving it an iconic It cover to be like, this is going to be like a horror movie, a great movie. Um, I loved this cover. The cover was amazing. I'm glad it has an amazing cover because otherwise irredeemable. True. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going to, they have a bunch of horror movie variant covers, and I think I'm going to buy them because they just look yeah. super D- dope. DC does that really well. How yeah, they handle they variants. Do. Yeah. Yep. Well, they handle variants really well, but they, they've done like movie poster covers for a while. They were doing album covers. Yeah. The Green Lantern Space Odyssey one was the Prince Batman one. Yes. Yeah, um, anyway, DC does good covers. Cool. Uh, I just want to wrap up by saying. Finally, someone wrote a book about them by us. Oh. Thanks.
And now a word from our sponsor. Do you love cupcakes but have no idea what to put on top of them? Are you tired of eating bald cupcakes for breakfast every morning like some kind of ravished hobo that's lost his family in a fire that you started? Well, introducing Hershey's Chocolate Icing. Give your cupcake that fancy new chocolate wig it's been wanting and gobble it right down and get on your favorite public transportation with your most haggard looking chocolate teeth and enjoy your day. Mmm, mmm, mmm. That wonderful chocolate hair for your cupcake. By Hershey. Is there a different way to do ads? Whoa. I just thought all oh, that's all ads were. How do you I'll... need something? Here's something. You're welcome. <laughs> do you need something? Here's something where you're welcome. Brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. Smoke them up, kids. They make you cool. Camel Cigarettes. Cancer is a myth. Now that one we're not going to get in trouble for airing. And who's going to report us? And cancer is a myth propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Nobody... Oh, yeah. Big Cancer is going to come down here and shut down First Issue Club. <laughs> Big Cancer. Mayo Clinic's yeah. going to come after us. That yeah, might seriously. get us in trouble. Let's get into Deceased Avengers. Oh, that was savage. <laughs> savage burn. Savage Avengers. Oh, perfect soundtrack for something twisted and savage. That's an interesting question. When you're reading a fucked up comic book like Savage Avengers, what music do you hear in your head? Pixel Panda. Oh, great. For this particular book, I heard <laughs> Fucking heavy, asshole. heavy references to Puddle of Mud. No way. This Okay, this, let me try it again. Like, this was, I would say, but Buck I, Cherry. <laughs> Buck Cherry. Now, I feel like when I was reading Pantera. it, I'm in, this, Pantera. I'm in the space of like Puddle of Mud, dude. Seriously, okay, thank you. This is rock yeah. fest. When like, Conan the Barbarian and Wolverine cargo shorts and are duking duking it out. Yeah, yes. I'm listening. To That's this, not storytelling. This is Nickelback dream come true. Let me see this circle pick. Yeah, you got it. Now all I hear is she fucking hates me. La, 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 la. <laughs> yeah. Nah, okay. Uh, if you ask, uh, she fucking hates me, fan. Um, Puddle of mud. What? No, they're forever known as she fucking hates. They me. went to my high school, by the way. So just tread lightly. No, that's why we bring them up first. They're so home, you, do you have hometown boys. No, I don't have his graph. <laughs> okay. You ask a uh, puddle of mud fan. Yep. Which doesn't exist. Stained. Say stained. You at oh perfect. That's I way love better. stained. This okay. is a great comparison. You ask a stained fan, create your fantasy Marvel comic book. What would you make it? Yeah, Punisher, the whitest uh, superhero, <laughs> definitely goes in there. And his power is guns. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wolverine, he's the other Marvel guy that Absolutely. I know. He's, uh, <laughs> he's uh, what's that black bad. gooey guy? He's badass. <laughs> um, sexy ninja. Electra. Electra. Yeah. Yep, she's she's a babe. They get self-conscious because they're going too white, so they're like, uh, who's a mind? Voodoo, I guess. Dr. Voodoo. He's a such a throw-in random character, and they kill him almost immediately. I hate that. 
Because I love Dr. Voodoo. Well, my impression is, is since he's Dr. Voodoo, he'll come back from the dead pretty easily. Right. I, would, I would imagine. <laughs> and then Conan the Ar- Barbarian. This guy looks like a butt rock fan. That's a good point. Yeah. Straight up. And then Venom was the only one we haven't mentioned. Yeah, he's like a Tool fan, I think. Well, totally, but... Uh, perfect circle. But Stain, <laughs> Stain fans are going to be like Venom, Punisher, Wolverine. Those are the three big ones Yeah, right down the middle of this cover. Mostly because those are the shirts they see at Walmart. Uh, we should probably cut that. I don't want to see... <laughs> <laughs> That all the <laughs> I that is that's that's a good take. So accurate. If you're not gonna say it, I'm gonna say it. I, Leave it in. All right. <laughs> I'll just repeat well, it and take credit well, you for can, your joke. You can. This is true. I've bought a Venom shirt and Venom socks from Walmart. So yep. I bought a Misfits shirt from Walmart, and that was depressing. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really the logo funny. had an American flag superimposed over it. I bought a, so I think even Misfit fans were confused. <laughs> I bought a Rage Against the Machine shirt from J.C. Penney's. I think. God, what is up with this fucking cross marketing bullshit? With <laughs> it works. It's like suburban kids. Yes, I get it. Suburban yeah. kids want to fuck shit up too. Yeah, let's go yeah. to the local Target, get ourselves a Cheech and Chong Break shirt. Break your fucking face tonight. When do you think it becomes popular for people to like Limp Biscuit? Ironically, uh. People are liking it now. People are coming back around on the yeah, biscuit. There, so there is a ba- <laughs> They are. I people, said that so seriously oh, they, because it's true. People are coming back no, around I think on it's the true. biscuit. There's, there's, a, there's a band called Vane um, right now that is like hipster butt rock. And I, I saw them in Cleveland and tons of people that are like fans of metal are also like wearing corn shirts and Limp biscuit shirts unironically. And Marilyn Manson and that kind of stuff. The OGs. It's coming back around, kids. Get ready. It's going to be rough. I think it's here. To stay, and it always was. <laughs> I bet the dudes in Disturbed are super pumped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I sh- the bodies hit the floor. That's, that guy's dead. It is dead, and that's Drowning Pool. Thank you. Uh, wow! <laughs> I should say the creative team on this book, people I'm fans of. Jerry Duggan. Yep. Diodata. Yep. Martin. Yep. All goodens. I'm a fan of all y'alls. It's a damn shame they're on this book. Well, I mean, we uh, hey, <laughs> we haven't gotten into. I'm kidding. How the, a, how the book is. Period. You that guys was named a sharp. You joke. guys named all bands I liked, and we're reading a book I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into this right the fuck now. Every every moment of this book, I was like, "Yep, give me more." Conan's coming into the Marvel universe, uh, fucking it up with the all of the weird. Uh, Heroes that don't really have moral compasses. Um, big cult guy is going to sacrifice the world's premier everything, including Pavarotti, uh, yep. to, to summon giant uh, demon or world-eating demon. And then we have a bunch of mystery. We All we see is Venom in a cage, and we don't even know how he got there. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by Venom in a cage. Right. So, um, Despite all his rage. Band joke? Yeah. So my friend Alice was in some chains the other day. Oh, and uh, Yeah. I got a skinny puppy. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I don't even know the skinny puppy reference. That's the, the band's name is Skinny Puppy. Oh, they are. Is that like Dogstar, Keanu Reeves' band? <laughs> no, it's like um, industrial grunge. Oh, okay. Uh, like uh, that band that we like. Uh, Pro- Primus, not Primus. Prodigy? Uh, Prodigy, R.I.P. Yep. And Man, so many people dying. Lincoln Park, R.I.P. Um, Just yeah. take a minute and reflect on all of the grunge, industrial, Days dude old. bros that we've lost. Yeah. 
So Pantera. Pour out a monster for him. All right, let's get going. Oh, man, I'm ruining my comics from all of the crazy spit takes I'm doing from how funny you guys are. Oh, boy. <laughs> so my Savage Avengers friggin' blasted 4.0 poor condition. All from my spit takes. Well, is it going to be worth it you guys anyway? cracking my shit up? This comic was a fun read. It was really fun, and it did dark and twisted. Mm-hmm. Just so for me, you've got elements of voodoo, conjuring, cults. I love that sort of stuff in my dark, twisted, fucked up comics. And it was very slow burn. Like uh, BK mentioned, we don't even get like much of Venom at all. Electra, we don't even see. Yeah, we don't see her um, once. Punisher's only alluded to at the climax of the book. So we're gradually moving us into this. If you would have thrown all these characters in... A book right away, dumb. There's no way to make that like more than just a throwaway. True, because you don't know how they link up. What's also funny about this is Marvel is the no, or uh, sorry, DC is the no Jokerverse. Yep, and they're like the people who do dark. They do Batman Damn. They show us his wiener, um, and Marvel did it better. They got a whiff that DC was going to be doing something dark, and they said we can do it better, and they did. Yeah. Now I don't know. Is this a spinoff from War of the Realms? It is a spinoff from Avengers. Okay. Avengers No Surrender. Yeah, that's what it's spun off from. Yeah. 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 Had a storyline that included Conan. And I almost wonder if part of that book's sole purpose is just to like spin him off into a place where he can have more fun with other Marvel characters. Yeah, because. Oh, shit. Because then they technically don't have him yet in the Marvel Universe. That's right. So in the end of. What, War of the Realms 2? We just see Conan in the Savage Land. Right. So, key issue alert, no surrender brought uh, Conan officially into the Marvel U. Mm-hmm. But has he, yeah. He's he, always been in, like, Samaria. Uh, yeah. Which or, doesn't uh, exist in or our Hi- Hi- universe. Or or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, but he's, yeah, so he's yet to get out of that realm. Right. But. You guys, you, you Pavarotti getting his head chopped off in the first That was scene? dope. That was yeah. awesome. I love that the guy was like, I'm a huge fan. That's why your blood is perfect to serve my ancient god. Also, what a specific <laughs> kind of blood you need for this giant it's cool. soup bowl. Well, it's cool to think that, like, talented people's blood is richer and therefore, like, a better sacrifice to your god. Yeah, it's and, creamier. It's and like and a it's chowder. also, like... <laughs> I I haven't thought about it this way before this comic, but this comic gets you thinking that it's maybe the best tribute you can give the people you're fans of. How so? It's like maybe you're at a con, and instead of getting somebody to sign a book, you say, "Hey, can I'm, you kill me in one of your can next? Can you give comics? me your blood? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you a little bit because I'm gonna go throw your blood in my worship chamber. I think a, the coolest thing. Uh, creator of like a horror comic book or book could do is to get some of their blood taken out and then put into like ink and then when they sign autographs at cons and stuff sign it with your real blood yeah Mm. so if you're listening horror creators you know who you are the kiss comics were printed with some of gene simmons blood oh he's giving that shit away for free (laughs) (laughs) is that true yeah Mm -hmm. wow i also read somewhere that those early kiss comics were uh printed and laced with like a narcotic that made people who flipped through them highly addicted to, like, the book. 
Oh, fucked up. That can't be true. I'll have to I'll have to look into it. It was either that or like trading cards. But you got like a were... contact high from holding the book. Yes. <laughs> like people were just like, oh, this is amazing. Like they just keep buying more and more and more. Hey, speaking of Kiss and things that are packaged in a way that they don't deliver on, Kiss does not sound like the way they look. Kiss fucking sucks. Because <laughs> I, I did this like six months ago because I was like, I've always ragged on Kiss because they looked clownish. And I was like, well, maybe their music kind of kicks ass. It does not. They look like a, a version of black metal, like goofy black metal. Yeah. They just sound like classic rock. They're not even heavy. No. Same thing with Ghost. But I don't hate Ghost. But I love Ghost. Ghost is like that weird thing. Like he, he looks like you, sh- you should be going to like a satanic ritual. Yeah. Ritual. But like he's just full on bravado and like wailing guitars. Yeah. Well, I can't think of any better way to spend a week than reading Savage Avengers, Deceased, Hanging With My Boys. Did we touch on anything that happened in Savage Avengers? Yeah. I gave the premise. Okay. Just want to make sure that we are not leaving it un- undiscussed. Um, I think we, yeah, we talked about yeah, it all. There we weren't see. any twins in here, right? <laughs> oh, were there twins? I don't think here's there here's the one thing I this. didn't like. Yeah. How many pages were dedicated to Conan and Wolverine just beating the shit out of each other? Don't you like it when Wolverine just gets it wrong and he's like fighting a good guy and he's like, whoop, I'm regenerating slower than Deadpool. <laughs> you think they ever talk about that, Deadpool and Wolverine? They, they, They're just like, how fast can you regenerate? They have a, a pissing regeneration contest. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That has to have been talked about, right? Yeah. If not, we should do a zine for it. Yeah. The, like, they 80th each, zine. They each, well, they're, they're each blade wielders. Yes. Cut off your nose, whose nose grows back the quickest. And biggest. Well, I guess they... Wolverine's an alcoholic, so his nose is probably bigger. So that's maybe unfair. I wasn't aware that alcoholics had bigger noses. Yeah, you get bulbous big noses from drinking too much. Really? Yeah. You ever seen those old duders? Boys, I think it's about time to tie a bow on this thing. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> see you guys next week. This has been another episode of First Issue Club. We are a proud member of the Fountain City Frequency family of podcasts. Our music is provided by Primary Color Music. We are recorded in KCUR Studios. You can find us, rate us, friend, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, email, and your favorite listening platforms at First Issue Club, F-I-R-S-T. Um, have you guys ever heard of Dunce Fupa? <laughs> You're having a stroke. That's not They're a real thing. electropop. Okay. Would you have thought... Would you have thought? Would you have thought? That's weird, right? Yeah. Um...